1: picasso knows your vacation home is your best home it's the place that brings
0: family and friends together it's where you're the best version of yourself picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations listings start
1: at 200k for 1/8 ownership picasso does all the work for you luxury furnishings maintenance billing scheduling and more and you can resell on
2: picasso's marketplace anytime historically for a 10 percent gain
0: Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: And now he watches the clock tick away as Shula has won his Super Bowl. The Miami Dolphins have defeated the Washington Redskins. Now the
2: clock, there's a gun. And Miami has won Super Bowl VII. The final score Miami 14 and Washington
3: 7.
1: David. Football. Football, David. the Dave Damaschek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damaschek.
2: Hi and hello, football fans. I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. There you just heard Eddie Spaghetti's choice. To honor the late and uh, and great Don Shula, a true legend in uh, pro football, who passed away earlier earlier this week. I don't know what play Eddie Spaghetti chose. Of course, Eddie Spaghetti doesn't know or much care about the early seventies of pro football. But of course, to to uh, me, the greatest decade in pro football history because of uh, how many gargantuan juggernauts there were in pro football at the time. Um, here to kibitz about that, this, that, and the other. Of course, our pals and uh, our resident Miami Dolphins fan all the way from London, England, grew up rooting for the aqua and orange in part because of Don Shula. It's Handsome Hank. How are you, Handsome?
3: I'm good, thank you, Dave, but sad um, that that uh, Don Shula passed away earlier this week.
2: You know what though, handsome? We had a um, you know I think it was about eight years or so ago. We had the chance to meet him. We did um, and when he came over to NFL Network, and I was the the thing that struck me was not that he was uh, a graceful man and had uh, stories for days and was uh, was a, sort of seemed a generous soul, more than willing to glad hand with you, handsome, and with me and everything else. But that he was funny too. He had so many he funny. Was funny. Wasn't he? He was
3: a he was so, a a wiseacre, sort of. He was a wiseacre a little bit. So the, the when when I when I met him that day, and you very kindly, Dave, um, helped helped facilitate that meeting. Age eleven, um, the the Dolphins played in London against the Forty Nine ers, Wembley Stadium, Marino against Montana. It was nineteen eighty eight, and I, me, and a friend ran away from home literally like packed our bags and we were like, we're gonna go to where the dolphins are practicing. I wanna meet Dan Marino and Don Shula. And for whatever reason, like, you know, it wouldn't happen today and it shows, you know, how far the NFL's come, but especially come in, in the UK. I just walked in. Uh, and so as an eleven year old kid, I got to shake Don Shula's hand, played catch with Dan Marino and Mark Clayton. It was genuinely still to this moment is the greatest moment of my life. Um and and you know it was it lasted five minutes, but I I've lived on it ever since. So when when we saw Shuler, um, whatever that was, 2013, so I don't, I'm not very good at math, but as many years later as that was, 25 or something, um, I uh, said to him, you know, you're obviously not going to remember this, but I ran away from home. And he had said, and to your point, David, about him being a wiseacre, he said, well, give me, give me your mother's phone number. I want to call her to apologize um, hmm. on your behalf that that's what you did. <laughs> so i agree he was he, he he you know he was a joke i don't know about it, a jokester but he definitely had a sense of humor and and uh but also was like willing to listen to me talk about stuff that he definitely didn't care well, about. well
2: those are the best guys you know the, the, it, you, you right. see them you watch you grow up watching the nfl film stuff the slow-mo and the regal music underneath obviously you don't get much of a sense of what uh what kind of guys these are so it's always gratifying um if you're rooting so where for did a you see team that, hey. or
1: player like i just think about you know how long it took me to kind of... the, the only soccer experience you know internationally yeah, right. that i had was the world cup you know and and that was every 4 years so that was kind of my exposure to to international soccer that i came to love argentina of course because of how old i was and maradona and and kind of those teams but how how do you come to find miami suppose, slightly football?
3: boastful slightly boastful pronunciation of maradona there money well, you i have to go that, uh, say it like that oh is maradona
1: maradona come on what do you want me to say maradona no wait you can't have it both ways hank because if we hey, say strawberry you go what is that supposed to mean
3: strawberry uh, that's and now true. i try Made to say maradona Maradona. anyway sorry i don't want to get off topic but um yeah uh, so sheila, I guess sheila is my maradona because uh <laughs> i fell in love with the do- my dad um was lived in the u.s very briefly for like i think about six months but he lived here during the 73 season so the dolphins were on on top of the pile so when when football first came on tv in the uk which was in like 81 82 um i it was the only there were four tv channels the fourth one had just launched um and uh, they had rights to nothing at all but the one thing they got the rights to was for the nfl they would play the a cut down version like 30 minutes or 40 minutes of the best game from the week before and inevitably because of Marino, you were often seeing you know massive shootouts super exciting And so, A, my dad had some kind of affiliation with the Dolphins just because he'd watched them and they'd been good at the time. And so I I guess I was pointed in that direction. But they were shown far more often than than other teams, which is what led me to them and led me to Marino and led me to to Schuler, and and led me to a love of that. Boy,
2: we we Americans really got the short end of that stick. The U.K., Gets American football. We got Australian rules football on our TVs when we were growing that up. That was ESPN, wasn't the, that ESPN yeah.
3: launched with that? Basically, right?
2: Yeah, but we did get. You know what? I did. Wa- I, I I loved football so much as a uh, as a kid. I would sit and watch in the summertime. I would watch CFL when it would come on the. Uh, I mean. I, Dieter Brock and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and all of that. And then I, I loved, unironically, I thought the, the USFL was great too. By the way, I didn't say hello to him yet. Uh, no, that's okay. all. It's fine.
1: We're good. Probably Roland's
2: probably a big Chicago Blitz fan in his youth. Um,
1: I, I think I've told this story. Uh, I've told it many times, but in this space before. Uh, growing up, didn't have a lot of scratch. That's right. So, that's uh, right. Could not afford to go to Bears games. But uh, my old man took us to see old Vinny Evans, quarterback in the the Chicago Blitz. and When we walked into Soldier Stadium and and I was able to finally behold all its glory at about uh, eight, seven, eight years old, uh, there were as many people in Soldier Field That could probably ring the field the entire way for two to three rows and no more. There, there might have been 300 people there watching the Chicago Blitz uh, take on. I think the Arizona Wranglers was the game I got to go (laughs) to.
2: Well, I was just about to say, I know you remember this money, but uh, of course, mid USFL run, the Chicago Blitz traded their entire franchise to to traded Tim Spencer, the Ohio State running back number 46. They traded Vince Evans and everybody to Arizona, and Arizona Exchange sent all their assets up. What? But then they just put well, on the, each yeah, other's uniforms. decided
1: to move. The owner, yeah, I was like, I'm going to move to Arizona. Can I take my team? And the Arizona guy was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll just move my team yeah, to yeah. Chicago. They had
2: it. great restaurants up in Chicago. All right, I'll do that. Okay, yeah, good. That, do it. that, was,
3: yeah. that it was That's crazy. the kind of elite that is uh, that's definitely competing at the more amateur level of professional
2: anyhow it's matt money smith voice of hey, uh, your los angeles chargers justin herbert tyrod taylor who knows maybe cam newton doubtful at this point maybe joe flacco That's the you, man mate. the man who i've now started uh I've, I've started to endorse joe flacco as big ben roethlisberger's backup in 2020 Ooh. in pittsburgh just uh just to tweak the locals a little bit um uh let's Tua. uh is I'd be like to point out
1: real quick, by the way, before Hank takes his shirt off and starts rubbing his nipples talking about Tua. <laughs> um, in this very space last week, we discussed the fact that Andy Dalton would find a home before Cam Newton. And here we are a week later. Right. And yes, Cam Newton is still unemployed. And Andy Dalton is not only signed, but being celebrated as a brilliant and shrewd signing by the Dallas Cowboys.
2: So weird. And Jay Gruden, of course, he preferred Andy Dalton to Colin Kaepernick when he was the O.C. in Cincinnati. Right. Hugh Jackson liked Kaepernick, right? And um, in that power, I think Jay Gruden liked... Anyway, yeah, that, that that is a good what if. I'm just trying to jam in um, something pro football what if related so that I can promote, uh, go to NFL... Dot com or go to at damashek on twitter i have it pinned at the top there the five episodes of the what if series that includes baldy and uh daniel jeremiah and cynthia freeland and steve weish and cole wright and uh jim trotter we chop up all those uh all those iconic moments in pro football history and Dave, congratulations
3: Congratulations to you and the team that did that. It's really good. I enjoyed. Oh, it. I, I, I watched it well, was... with my my kid over the weekend, and we had a great time sorting back through NFL history. Well,
2: you know, um, yeah, I was I have the the shout out goes to Anthony Smith um, from the NFL Features team. Great uh, producer, high end producer, made that thing look real slick. Um, so uh, for him, at least, not not for me. For him, go watch it. Oh, geez. um, the uh, what we also talk we talk about the immaculate reception, and really, it doesn't disrupt in all likelihood, it's hard to um, come up with a sequence that if you give the Immaculate Reception in 72 to the Raiders that it somehow disrupts the Steelers' dynasty. That's maybe a little bit of a leap. But it is potentially disruptive to your Dolphins' handsome in 72 because the Raiders might have gone into Miami. I think there's a fair um, Mm -hmm. football-based argument that the Raiders would have won that game. They kind of had their number. Um, And they might have knocked them off and you guys might not have even gotten to a Super Bowl that year. But the other one that I love to talk about is the 85 Bears. I think that Marino and Shula, given another shot at that a month and a half after they beat them in the Orange Bowl, I think they would have beaten them again in the Superdome. So in the spirit of what ifing it, handsome Hank, how say you?
3: I say yes. I mean, they'd already done it one time, and um, one of my favorite memories—again, this is, so seems to have turned into me celebrating Dave, which is not what I like to do—was at the draft in Chicago when Dave stood on the stage and presented that as a as a likelihood to uh, to Bears fans um, it, en mass on I think it was the Saturday of, of NFL draft in mid afternoon when it seemed like a few of them had probably had a, had a couple of beers. Um, and got roundly booed by several thousand people hey, when he guess what it.
2: guess what you know just like defense um the no jive policy travels you know, right. That's that's how I approach it. Hey, I, think the, way you, I think
3: the way you the way you said it though was that I think we can all agree that the the dolphins would have been the bears in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and it, it, it turned out that not everyone could agree with that. All right, so I'm a
2: jackass. I think we've already done this one, money. So just very we quickly, up. as yeah, we, we've 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 <laughs> yapped about this very quickly. Uh, some sentences. Oh, 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 look at this. What have I
3: got, Alfie?
1: I got a donut. You got a muffin. What do you got? A fritter. <laughs> What do you got there? Little old fashioned. Alfie's
3: brought me a cookie. Look how thick that is. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that that's might is, that's like nicely. a. Uh, is that a stone wait, that or is not, that a cookie? Oh, it's a cookie. Two two cookies.
2: Hey, Alfie.
3: I have. Alfie, a, wait, Dave wants to cookie. To
2: I know Ronnie's feelings about pro football, but Alfie, what's look, your favorite? You, who's your favorite football player?
3: Who's your favorite football team? Can you tell them that? Go on. What are they called? The Jaguars. <laughs> Oh, okay. Alfie, if you donuts. could only
2: eat for the rest of your life, you could only eat donuts, cookies, or cupcakes, which one would it be?
3: Okay, Dave asked you if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, donuts, cookies, or cupcakes, what's your favorite? Mm. You don't have to, this is not... This is not. Um, cupcakes. 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 Cupcakes.
2: I would I say that's like dead last. Yeah, I think Alfie got yeah. that one wrong. I think yeah, I would probably too. go cookies. I donuts. missed it. You go donuts, huh? I think so.
3: I know. I well, let, so. Me, let me, I'll, I'm going to yeah. try cookies for now. So if you hear crunchy. Are you going to butter, butter that
1: cookie, up. Hank? Are you going like, a- <laughs>
3: <laughs> like to put like a... I'd like to put kind of an inch of butter on it normally. Oh. But, right? <laughs>
1: I told that is you that one thing that always, that always floored me when I went, That one of the things that floored me when I went and studied abroad for a semester was watching people take pastries and just dust them with either butter or jelly or something like that, which, of course, we don't, that's, we, well, not yes. necessarily, we don't do here. Um, well, I was like, ooh, that's a nice little addition there.
2: Ain't that right? I went to France once. I went in Paris and was struck by that. It's like, oh, French food is so great. It's like, yeah, because it's all in butter. Yeah, oh, I got, butter, I mean, butter. Like, it's
1: like it's like a cheat, you know? It's like it's really? like taking Hank, steroids. By the way, Hank, I get it for Maradona, and he doesn't get it for. I went to Maradona. France once, <laughs> so here I am in France. I'm
3: oh, not forgot. I understand it, like Dave, That's how Dave says France. 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 You don't okay. say- Madonna like that, you decided that you, would, you would affect I, some kind of Argentinian Not oh. at all.
2: <laughs> I was seated atop Montmartre in Paris. <laughs> there you exactly. go.
3: Then, I, then I would say, Dave, this is ridiculous. As how well. do
1: you say France, Hank? France. See France. France. You can say it without saying France.
3: Ah, but I could say oh, la France, and then you could then <laughs> then you could say <laughs> then you could say I think feel like you may be putting something on there.
1: Uh, I just—I just still said I was attacked by you for saying. Maradona. Maradona. Maradona.
3: I just introduced <laughs> the
1: kids uh, to uh,
2: to one of the saddest uh, figures in cartoon history, Pepe Le Pew. He just could never get it right. I mean, how much bad luck did that poor skunk have? That the, how many black cats could accidentally bump into a strip of white paint nearby, and he just kept getting duped. Right. You know, he's a lovable creature, but apparently not the sharpest. Uh, skunk Fair in point. the you know in the box there um all right we'll skip the what if instead because two is number one one i don't love it out. all of a sudden if cam newton would return can you imagine that three no fewer than three of the 32 starting quarterbacks in the nfl would wear number one assuming two starts and then um, you got uh, Kyler Murray now down in the desert. If Cam did that, that would be unheralded. Uh, an unheralded really? number of number one, I think. How many number? I don't remember. Did Jeff George, was he out there in one at the same time as Warren Moon? Maybe. maybe
3: um, Yeah, they overlap for sure.
2: And they both would have. But I don't think George. No, Jeff George wore three. At uh, for certain stretches, I think he wore eleven. Maybe he definitely wore that when he was uh, in in Champaign, Illinois. Um, Matt Money Smith. Yes. Speaking of Champaign, Illinois, you're from uh, the state of Lincoln. What yes. number? What number? If you were drafted in the first round and the entire closet of numbers was available to you, and you're starting court or you're going to be face of the franchise QB, what number would Matt Money Smith
1: wear? Uh, the number I grew up wearing, thirteen. 13. eh? uh, Yeah, my number when I and and it was given to me when I was uh, my second year of Little League and I had started to kind of uh, flex a little bit and was playing some pretty good baseball and and my coach Derwood Goatee. I still remember his name. uh, Derwood Goatee. I was the catcher. And uh, I think I hit in the three hole and he gave me number 13. And he said, you know why number 13? And I said, why,
3: Mr. Goatee?
1: And he said, "Because unlucky for them, that's why." And I was like, "All right." And from that <laughs> day on, I uh, I wore number thirteen, in, in all my sporting pursuits.
3: I like hmm, that. not not number ten, money.
1: No, no, I think, You know what? I ended up getting stuck There's with. Not 10. a don well,
3: number. Because 10. exactly I right. Because I'm not <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did wear ten my very next year for the uh, the really? Giants when we won the uh, the little league uh, championship in that age bracket, but then immediately went right back to thirteen. It is interesting.
2: At some point, it <laughs> if, if like this to a jive about like, hey, could it could uh, does it make sense for Tua to wear the number thirteen? Like, what? I mean, no, where right. where's our sense of history? Well, that I don't know why like, you would want to do it if you were Tua. Why would you I, want exactly? That, it, it, it,
3: why life, put you know, the pressure? You know, why put it? Why put him under that pressure?
1: Well, exactly. That,
2: that's one of my favorite things about uh, my favorite athlete of all time, Lemieux, is that he took the ninety nine, who he kept getting compared to Gretzky, and he's like i yeah, will just turn that upside down i, I, I love like that, that, that was, uh, that's a cool subtle uh not not i guess not that subtle little passive aggressive like uh kind of move there um 13 a eh? i like that wilt the Stilt yeah. pro- and uh, dan marino you're in good company there and i do like the kind of uh, anti hero statement it makes you know the bad luck is uh, i'm going to turn mm-hmm. it positive. on yes. yeah bad luck and, for you but I also think with the retirement of numbers, um, that you're eventually just going to run out. You know, you have to have 52 devoted, and if they keep retiring them, I and if they don't eventually start pulling them out, then they are going to run out, and then that's when Matt Money Smith can wear the money sign.
1: Yeah, <laughs> My, uh, Eventually, we're going to have. I to wasn't ready for that. that. Right? We're going to have ready to get for for the that.
3: symbols, like ask, for yeah, instance, get into you know that, I yeah. My, Maybe uh, some emojis. I'd have like I do the crying like, um, emoji.
1: <laughs> yeah, the flame emoji. I do like what the but I do like what uh SC does with the number fifty-five. I love what the Cowboys are doing with number eighty-eight. Like I do yeah, like yeah. that. If you're not gonna retire numbers, like hey, you get to earn this. Uh, you know, you you are gonna be able to wear fifty-five starting your sophomore year. You don't get your freshman year, but sophomore year have now proven yourself that you get to wear the esteemed number fifty-five of USC. There is something cool about that. Like I wouldn't just give it to CeeDee Lamb. I wouldn't have given it to Des Bryant. But like, hey, if you prove by your third year that you're exceptional, congratulations, young man. Here's the number eighty-eight for the remainder of your career.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I, I like the idea of it being based on merit that they don't hand right. it to you. But um yeah, the 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 that debate is a fun one. The um if you care about the, the history at all, is um eighty-eight cowboys. Or twenty lions. Which one is better? Because the lions have Lem Barney, um, Billy Sims, and Barry Sanders.
0: Is it, go, is it now
3: retired? Did they retire? It must now? be there unless they have a Ring of Honor. Oh. I'm
2: not sure right. if that, how, how they do things there. Um, next question for you guys. And by the way, hello to uh, our pal there, sequestered in his apartment somewhere um, near Culver stop, City. Stop.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say,
2: but it's hard to tell because he's got the headband, he's got the New York, he's got the Staten Island accent, he's in California, and yet he's paying homage to the Sunshine State's third best uh, pro basketball team, the
4: Orlando Magic. How are you, Eddie Spaghetti? (laughs) I'm good. I don't live near Culver City. I'm staring at the Hollywood sign. uh, Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing wearing a
1: Shadiel. I look look at Hollywood.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's why they call him Hollywood Eddie
1: exactly yeah. and what are you wearing an old shack a shack yeah my good friend yeah exactly
3: <laughs> eddie
2: spaghetti your hairdo uh requires that i ask because your hair is really getting so out of it you know what i think i've reached a, a terrible place in life fellas i gotta tell you look at this. What is this i have not look at this i've taken my hat off right and you can see my hair and you say like yeah dave could maybe stay in the haircut. But look closely, I haven't gotten a haircut in two and a half months now, and my hair really hasn't grown that much considering, to, I think my hair may have stopped growing.
1: <laughs> you know, they say you're supposed to keep thing? it healthy by, by trimming the ends. You know, you got to trim the tips there, and that's what spurs right. the growth. So like, you know, as I, who shaved my head, right, because uh, I just couldn't take it anymore, my hair was kind of very similar, where the top had grown, but the sides had sort of just I don't know. It just it's, it's "Look, hey, Dave, your hair's a mess. It's, is that uh, it? No,
2: but is it is But my question is, is this it? Is that something that happens? Does like does at some point your hair just like, <clears throat> yeah, that's the hair you get for the rest of this life. And you I better hang so. on to it like grim death. Like, is am my hair never going to grow again?
3: No, no, it's growing. I mean, it's growing in most places, definitely not growing at the back.
1: No, let's no, see that, no. part, As let's we see that know. part, Give Give us a look at that. I know. I Still not. Still not no, no. seeing no, no, no. the part no, no, no. No, no, I wish my head.
2: I wish my head
1: could bend further down yeah, so they they I could, could expose the, the flesh. Yeah. yarmulke.
2: Um, the would,
1: would, while we're doing a little show and tell, would it be okay yeah. if I make a request? Yes, Eddie. Could you please go get your stupid weighted vest and put it on Thank and show it do. off to all of us? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, would, I would really like to see that.
3: Be, I'm how, surprised you using it while sitting I, still. If you get it,
4: it's it's going to be dripping wet because I I used this morning. Oh, oh, no, is it, so is I it. Oh, And,
1: and, and you, 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 you know, listen. In it? I was out there running so hot and it's so hot that it is encased in sweat. It is still dripping from hours ago. It, yeah, it is. I'll, I'll grab it, though. I'll, for content <laughs> first, I'll grab it. Hold on. Please. Stop. Oh, here yeah. we go.
4: Here we that's go. Right. I got from my
3: content weighted on a podcast. I'm not sure that he's necessarily got the right idea here. Like, like, we're the uh, only like people that are going to be able to see it.
2: Like the man whose jersey he's wearing right now, Shaq Fu himself, uh, Eddie Spaghetti, fights the, uh, the Battle of the Bulge daily. Right. And so he's gotten himself a weighted vest. yeah we
1: ended up uh carrying this conversation i ended up carrying this conversation over to uh the radio show uh the petros and money show where we started discussing some of the stupidest things we've ever purchased uh when it comes to fitness equipment and we got into the strength shoes and the vinyl suit from the 80s (laughs) you know that you would end up wearing (laughs) to go jogging and you would lose put it on eddie you want it 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 on yes
3: absolutely how heavy, is, how heavy is it eddie
4: this one max is 20 pounds it can go as light as 12 um it's pretty wet but i'll I'll, I'll put it on for money
1: wet. please i want to Damn. see what you look like running the streets up oh i don't live in culver city huh I, i'm staring at the hollywood sign right now out my window dave how dare you and this is what <laughs> this is what he looks like running this thing <laughs> <laughs> like how ready
2: to,
4: better. spaghetti looks ready to call some
2: balls and strikes
4: get behind like the it. dish podcasting <laughs> with the weighted vest sounds good yeah and and uh yeah. hank the pouch is right in the front here you can see you can open it up right you can, like a hip so sack. You can put your treats yeah. in there yeah it's uh it's pretty damp but uh i'm i'm happy with the purchase it wasn't too expensive and uh i feel more accomplished when i'm outside it's, it's a hot week here in los angeles so sure is. But, so yeah, this is uh Do you wear a shirt
1: under it when you run? Do you wear oh, a shirt yeah, over yeah, it when yeah. you
4: run? No, it's under. kind of just like this setup. Like put like a tank top and then just throw this on top. Uh just do my like three-ish mile jog. That's it. That's it's a threes. Tough. It's tough though. It 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 felt like when I first did it yesterday, it felt like like the undertaker was putting his boot on my chest the entire time I was like outside. <laughs> but uh today was a little bit better. So I'm getting little by little getting a little better at it.
2: I like that. Um, was, uh, talk about, you, weird. you know, yeah, the thing everybody's watching now is the last dance. And the thing that when I watched the, the rise of, um, uh, you know, the ads with Spike Lee and all that, and, and really... The massive turn in our society owed mostly and there was some with the weapon, with the the converse weapons, with magic and bird wearing them and everything before that. But then it really blew up with Michael Jordan with the Air Jordans and everything. And it's crazy that within our it within our lifetime that shoes worn by like i don't know, will chamberlain was like basically out there in chuck taylor's right. playing ball like the highest level Gary west
1: Elgin baylor all in like chuck taylor's
2: while we were alive that was happening mm-hmm. like these bum sneakers and now it's like well you got to have i think they talk talking about crazy purchase i think it is insane that 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 america that society has been duped into like Oh yeah, those shoes, those those sneakers won't do. I need volleyball sneakers. Like I like I have to buy that that sneakers are that specific that sport right. specific. It's yeah. the it's the sneaker equivalent of conditioner, which I continue to to um spread my conspiracy theory that they made way too much shampoo and they're like, "You know what? If we start selling something called conditioner, people are stupid enough that they'll feel they need a two-step hair washing process." Right. And then America and then-
3: then and they then caught they on, they're like, step what are we going to put them together? And said shampoo and conditioner, and now one we're going to get that, like, that's, yeah. or a, I refuse to use it. It's I refuse to
2: use it out of principle. Because now it's like, hey, you get them both. You get the shampoo and conditioner in one. No, you made a mistake by creating this stuff called <laughs> conditioner. Now you're trying to give it to me in my bottle your bad ideas don't get passed off on this right. gorgeous mane ahead. Yeah, you know
1: what Thank I too. like to use? A bar of Irish Spring. That's all it is. I just put it right there on my head. <laughs> and rub it well, on look, and there's something to be said
3: for that as well. Like shampoo and yeah. soap are essentially the same thing. One's liquid, one's, one's right. solid. You can you wash can. your hair with soap.
4: You absolutely
2: can. And a lot of people you do. Should.
3: Handsome, you would you.
2: You haven't watched it yet. The thing that's striking is the atrocity of '90s bas- NBA basketball uniforms. I talk about uh, a lot about NFL ones, but sweet Jesus, are those hideous uniforms that so many teams were wearing in in uh, in the NBA back in the '90s? The other um, fashion faux pas that uh, is hard to ignore are is the collection of Marv Albert's toupees. I mean, they are. I mean, like it's one, one shot after the other. It's some variation on this ridiculous. Uh, Fabio, kind of like yeah. ridiculous. Um, that one, a terrible the other teeth though.
1: too. By the way, like oh. just uh his the, the bottom row of his teeth. You can't take your eye. You're like wow. Although he's you know one of the great play by play men of all time. I'll tell you what jumped out at me after having watched the last dance. I decided to go back and search and 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 watch some of those old finals games and some of the old uh, Eastern Conference finals games between the Bulls and the Knicks. You know, reminiscing yep. <laughs> and uh, and I know everybody says this all the time, but just go ahead and, and investigate for yourself. It floored me that like there is a genuine anti-bulls bias from Marv Albert. And it is, it is startling. Like it is, Michael Jordan is having phenomenal games, scoring like 35 points through three quarters. And, and, you know, he'll say, you know, one, wonder if we're going to get one of those supernatural performances by Jordan. in this one's still a quarter to go. And you're like, what? It's the guys it's the nba finals and he's got 35 through three and all of a sudden it's in in the uh, the nicks bulls eastern conference game uh, after the the nicks go up to i think it was game three was basically reading a eulogy of the bulls <laughs> in this game three uh before the series had even really been like it's not even close to being decided and and it was crazy to me that marvin maybe it's because the Bulls were at that point, you know, kind of the kings of the hill and and people are interested in watching them now get knocked off after they had ascended that mountain. But uh, go back and watch them and listen to Marv. It is it is wild. Um, not that he's openly cheering, but just the lack of of celebration of the Bulls or Michael Jordan throughout the, the Eastern Conference finals and into the NBA finals.
2: I love that stuff, by the way. I'm all for it. this idea again that we've talked about. I don't care about. I mean, local play-by-play guys should be homers. I, I don't know the the right. the 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 yeah. downside of that is is zero. I don't get why anybody wouldn't be a homer uh, if you're a play-by-play guy locally. And one and two, I also I'm fine with Marv being a homer too. That had that those were more majestic in the garden when the Bulls were in there. Money in your esteemed basketball opinion, who was the best team? That those ninety bulls played was it? because I've heard lately now some people throwing the Knicks into the mix and I don't think it's crazy but I no the one I, don't I think did, it was the Knicks I think that I think things broke just right for them like we've talked about if they would have played if Jordan didn't retire. Oh, you and this
1: stupid thing. Would you stop the already? The Rockets would have been the Just ninety five Rock- them. The 95 so Rockets would have beaten them. This the is one of one of would the dumbest takes you have. Would have. Of all your Why? dumb takes, this is the Well, dumbest. you
2: know better than I do, but I, I, I legitimately but think this. that's you not this.
1: celebrate stuff. Bob Ori like he's some sort of 10-time all-star. Mario Elliott. <laughs> Those are role players. I don't, I, do I, you I, understand? It's it's Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, two of the 15 best players okay, in the history it's the of the league.
2: And Akeem and, on and Clyde Drexler. That, that's a, really those are two good players, You did not too.
1: just watch the last episode of The Last Dance when Michael was like, these people were saying that, like, Clyde Drexler and I are on the same plane. I mean, he destroyed the guy. His career was never the same after that you NBA You know what's finals. weird
2: about that, though? What's weird about that is because it, it, you think you, you equate, like, oh, well, six titles in eight years and everything – they, it's the same thing with any dynasty. The Patriots people look back in thirty years from now, and the, I, you know, I consider obviously the Steelers of the seventies, and, and you look back at them like, oh, you would just assume that they beat everybody by thirty points. But that even that Blazers team, which was pretty good, oh, they smoked them. They smoked them, but they still take them to six, and they, yeah. it's not like they they smoke them in game six. You know, they that the, the, that game's tight. I had forgotten that that series was as close as it was. I thought it was a five game series.
1: Yeah, and no, it was were- six. And the thing that was that, that was good about it is it was the first one that they had won. Um, you know, they they won in L.A. So the Blazers, by going to a game six, they won it at Chicago Stadium. And if you may, if you remember, it was a, a wild night of of celebrating and looting and partying in the streets. Yes they had to get on the TV and beg people. And, and I was in the middle of all of that, as a matter of fact, when that celebration was, was going down, it was quite odd to be uh, surrounded by, by mayhem and destruction and, and I was sort of North, of celebratory rioting.
2: I was on North Avenue and Damon, does that make sense? Yeah, that would, that would, uh, those two would yeah. intersect. I was there at my pal's place. And I mean, I don't mean a mile away or a half mile away within his apartment, uh, little stretch there were people going outside and shooting guns into the air and it was yeah. like what the what the hell what, what the, I, never we, uh, I never understand i never understand the reflected it. power that people get from like i my team has won the title ergo i am above the law
1: <laughs> yeah. shooting guns into the air I will. I will keep it. Uh, I will keep it general. I will use generalities here. But uh, as soon as that that final uh, the zeros hit, I looked at my buddies and we. You know, I grew up on the south side of the city, and I said, "Hey, we're going downtown." And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, "Shut up! Get in the car. We are going downtown." And we get in the car, and to get to the freeway from our neighborhood, uh, you kind of have to drive through. You know, some of the um, some of the the more you know disconcerting spots of the city uh, as a direct line. And I was like, we got to get down there quick before they shut it down. So we decided to take 87 straight to the, uh, straight to the 94 to get downtown. And as we're going up 87, it is totally backed up. Um, it's just, everybody's trying to get to the freeway to get downtown. And these guys are just hanging on, you know, like those little, um, accordion gates that, that cover the glass. You can't break into a place back in the Mm -hmm. day. They're just hanging on this thing. It snaps. It's a liquor store. I just watch them throw a rock through the window. <laughs> <laughs> We're just sitting in traffic, and uh, and they come running out, and they're just bringing booze out and passing it around. And they, I'm in the back. I'm I'm in the back seat on the driver's side, and I'm just watching it all. And I lock eyes with one of them, and he looks at me, and he turns around, and he goes into the liquor store, and he comes out, and he goes, "Hey, man, you look like someone who likes rolling rock." And he handed me a case of rolling rock beer <laughs> for our trip downtown on the freeway. Uh it, it was look, I I it it was it was great and it was terrible. And uh as a – whatever, how old, or old I was 19 or uh at the time, 18, 19 – I think it was 19 at the time. Um I was eighteen. Uh, uh, uh so eighteen We're driving- so
2: you're more, more more than a fifty percent chance young Matt Money Smith was hallucinating. But on the other hand, maybe
1: Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. I was focused. I had a focus and a purpose that evening to accomplish many different things on a bucket list that a young man growing up in some of the, uh, the, uh, the lower scale neighborhoods would always want to try to accomplish. And I was able to check off most of it.
2: It is like, that's kind of like your personal version of uh, in major league when the, the punker guy hugs the old guy in the bar, yes. you know, when they went, it's like, a, you look like nice somebody connection. who likes rolling rock. Yeah. yeah that's nice. like, like, hey, We're all, we're all, we're all Chicago today. Exactly. Uh, handsome uh, as, as, uh, as we're running out of time here very quickly, my last question as a handsome man, could you ever see yourself if the time came? Would you ever wear a toupee?
3: No, you wouldn't wear a toupee. Would you dye even, your hair? I, I, I tell you what, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't even uh, get someone to pepper the back of my head if I started. <laughs> <to pepper laughs> well hair. done. On a daily basis, I wouldn't even do that, Dave. I like I like to everything I do. I want to do it gracefully.
2: I I don't. I, I, don't old, know. I, I hope. I hope I get to um, bump into you in about in about four to seven years. I just bump into you on the street. i like. You look like someone
3: I used to know. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you're just I, I, uh, I think I think you'll have a Marv Albert style toupee on top of your head
3: definitely the teeth but I, I'm British hey I've got to run guys but I, I just you know um, I think the highlight of my day is definitely being uh, the fact that money's such a big Maradona fan Maradona uh, Maradona Maradona.
1: Maradona. Um, Maradona
3: thank you for giving me that moment money you're you welcome Hank you. thank I'll you get me
2: a, a cupcake alright there he goes handsome Hank um, and, uh, you know what, let's wrap it up here. Eddie Spaghetti has some more working
4: out to do and his weighted vest. there. Just right. looking, not just like, I'm done. I'm done for today. got it in. Here's your kettlebells today. Eddie, when you got, they, back. they haven't arrived yet. They're coming with the next two or three days. So I will
1: update you for sure on that. Please. Yeah. I would like a, I'd like a little kettlebell demonstration next week. Yeah. Of, uh, of what you're doing. I was corrected on the Twitter there. Uh, Turkish get-ups, not Bulgarian get-ups. So my apologies to the Turks. Yeah. I just
2: thought of. Uh, I just thought. I. I. It's been bugging me. Who does Spaghetti mm-hmm. look like when he wears that thick headband that he wears? Baker. I. People say who? Baker. People have said Baker. Oh, is he the one, Baker Mayfield? He wears
1: Oh the yeah, one. he does. Baker does wear the. Uh, the Kelly British Rudy, jacket. the ex Islanders Ooh, and that and I like. used to wear that thing, right? And he would have the little. Yes, well, and he would do the bandana as well. He would do the full headband. It would cover the top uh, of his head too. A, a lot of times, yeah.
2: Or was it? It st- wasn't Steve Blake then, was it? That had mm. uh, that, or Steve Nash who wore mm. that weird head thing that like Spaghetti's got going there. These are the oh, mysteries man, that we now the, exactly. We have, a, we have a week to solve this. Uh, we'll look. No, you know what? The, you're right.
1: I'm looking at I'm looking at Rudy, and you're right. He did wear the thick headband. Yeah, uh, I think. It, yeah, see, now I'm looking at the other one. And because here's his, I got a photo of his first home game as a king. And he's got the full, you know, kind of wrap. But here's another photo of him with the thick headband. So, yes, I believe both uh, would be the answer to that. Oh, pretty. That's a good look there, Eddie. The hair is
4: going soon. I think I'm finally convincing my girlfriend to just watch YouTube tutorials and just take the the clippers and get rid of it. I'm The beard, like, I don't have beard oil. It hurts. And I got to get rid of everything. It's just too
1: much. There you go. This, yeah. this is this is a, this is a glimpse into your future, Eddie, with really. uh, letting <laughs> your significant other cut your It's not I a know. good
2: thing. Yeah. I well, apparently, I don't need to do it. My hair nature's just taking care of it. I'm, I've reached uh, a, a, an advanced age that now my nature just cuts it itself. It's really weird. I don't know what happened to my hair, but anyway, uh, Matt Muddy Smith is always great. Thanks to you, and uh, oh yeah, continued Might
1: success, uh, Los uh, Angeles, watch it.
2: The Los Angeles area appreciates that you and Petros keep on going um, day after day in sequestration. It's good stuff to check out. If you're looking for a couple good voices to make you laugh, listen to Petros and Money on iHeartRadio. Thank you, Money, Eddie Spaghetti. Great stuff from you, as always. Handsome Hank. And thank you to the listener. We'll be back with more hooey and applesauce later on. But in the meantime... Thanks so much, football fans. Make sure you go look at that what if, by the way, on NFL.com. No, it's, it's, been a, it's been a thin slice of heaven.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh.
3: Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
0: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.